Banana, 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 banana. Me, my, mo. Mana. Anna. I don't quite see her yet. Oh, here she comes. Can you hear me? Yes, we were singing to oh, you yes. before you got here. Go ahead, Claire. Tell her what you were singing. Oh, look, I just spilled like a whole thing of coffee while that happened, so I'm cleaning that up and enjoying <laughs> listening to you guys. Oh, my gosh. Just ignore me over here. Everything's fine. Nobody, nobody got burned. <laughs> Messy. Is it French pressed or curing? Oh, it was French pressed, and it was a whole pot because Sharon and I are going to have an all-nighter, but we oh, just man. lost about half of it, but that's okay. I know how to make more. I still have to like measure it out and weigh weigh the beans. Listen to that. We used to be the the grinding beans people. We 100% used to be the keep the beans at a certain temperature and then grind them right before you use them and all that kind of stuff. And now I buy the pre-ground. I just I can't deal with that rigmarole anymore. But we still do the French <laughs> press. We're still that fancy. I just learned how to French press like mm. at the beginning of COVID. Oh, <laughs> oh really? Wow. Yeah, yeah. Everybody learned something. It's so fancy. It is. Well, you do have to get the measurement right, though. That's very true. Yeah, yeah. And if you're doing it for two. Right. Yeah. How do you get the measurement right? I mean, I think that's my problem because. Trial and error. Yeah, okay. Well, there you go. (laughs) We have a little little scooper thing that came with our French press Mm. that we just like always use. Make sure that scooper is always like the same amount of scoop. Like, what is it a heaping scoop or an even scoop? In our case, it's a heaping scoop. But it took like probably five or six times using the French press before we settled. We agreed on how many scoops make the perfect pot. I don't feel so bad now because I use one because my apartment's too small. I had a tiny Keurig and it broke. My sister's trying to buy me a big old Keurig. She she loves to get me stuff. I'm like, no, there's nowhere to put it. And so doing the French press has definitely been trial and error. I think I finally figured it out so yeah now do you drink coffee black or do you put milk and sugar in it yeah i'm a coffee wuss i put everything i actually i've been putting um coconut oil in it coconut oil powder uh, instead of cream and i'm really liking that really what does that taste like powder i never heard of that that's yeah me neither yeah i mean it's creamy it's like creamer but it's good for you wow it's a creamer they they consider it a creamer well, no, you buy it as um, as a powder, but yeah. you can use it as a creamer. So, like, can you put like the so if it's not powder, can you use like the coconut oil? You know the yeah, it probably have a little different taste, but that's what they make the bullet coffee out of. You make your coffee and then you add either butter or you you use ghee, which is butter clarified, and then you add just regular coconut oil, a little bit of cinnamon, cinnamon, <laughs> cinnamon. <laughs> Your sweetener of choice, blend it up, and voila, and it's that morning boost, the keto coffee. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Huh. A good for you coffee. Imagine that. I've never heard of such a thing. Bullet. In fact, some coffee stands you'll see now, it'll say bullet coffee. See, this is why we call it listen and learn or not, because I just listened and learned something. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is this is like blowing our minds. <laughs> the <laughs> other thing I kind of wanted to talk about today, this morning, you know, I'm, I'm so tired because I've been doing mornings, but I love it. And I feel a little bad because, Claire, I know for you getting up mornings isn't the best. No. Um, but, oh, my goodness. Yeah, I I am just loving mornings. But um, anyway, this is what I played this morning because somebody asked David Schwimmer about Friends. There's definitely going to be a Friends reunion. We have a lot of the creative aspects of the show kind of worked out. Could you hear that? Wow, yes. definitely. So what do you think about that? I thought I heard a rumor about that a while back, but I wasn't sure if that was, you know, real. 
they're going to do it. I think um, everything's on hold because of COVID. Yeah, right? I think I you're mean, right. I think they were supposed to have done it already, and they don't want to do a Zoom thing. Like, they don't want to do it until they can all be together, I, I think. And as it went on, uh, I had to keep it short and sweet, but they, he talked about, oh, we've already worked out a bunch of bits. And so it sounds oh. like they're ready, ready to go. Sweet. Oh, wow. Yeah, well, I would wait. imagine that that COVID stuff is, uh, you know, if they're going to be in that little small space at Central right. Park. <laughs> <laughs> that little little couch. With masks right. on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wonder if they're going to bring, like, uh, and I'm sure they will, like, uh, what was his name? The the He wasn't a barista, but he had a crush on Rachel. Yes. Oh, gosh. Um, uh, I like, want to say Wayne, but I don't think that's Munster right. Munster or something. Or yeah. Munster. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can picture him. He's got spiky blonde hair. Yeah. And sardonic. And, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. 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 It'll, it'll come to me. By the end of the show, it'll come to me. He he totally told on Ross. Right. Oh, absolutely. Right. Oh, yeah. that made me so mad. Gunther. 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 That's it. Gunther. Oh, right, Gunther. Wow, that was much faster recall than I usually have. <laughs> job. Oh, you didn't even have to Google it? No, I didn't. That, believe me or not, that wow. can't, I can't. I'm, I'm talking on my. I'm talking on my phone, which is where my Google is. I would have had to move it away from my face to do that. I didn't want to do that to you. I just Thank remembered you. it on my own. That's an editing nightmare. <laughs> yeah, I had to really think about. Okay, what's the name of that place? What's the name? Oh, Central Park, of course. I, yeah. Isn't it funny? So many years ago, and it was such a classic. I mean, have you guys heard of uh, Malcolm Gladwell? Sure. He wrote the author. Absolutely. Yes, yeah. he wrote The Tipping Point. He wrote Blink. He wrote a really great new book before this whole um, George Foreman thing happened about it's about talking to people and how we communicate and how that could make a difference in some of these things that happen in the tipping point I believe he talked about being in the right time at the right place but you've actually done the work and isn't that a Jewish word Claire Mazeltov that's interesting so Mazel yeah Mazeltov means um, congratulations it literally means good, what is mazel? Good luck. It literally means good luck. Okay, so there's a word that yeah. sounds like it, a Jewish word that is being, a, uh, I wish you to be in the right place at the right time and that you've done the work. Huh. I don't, we'll have that's to. not, that's not ringing a bell, but again, it'll come to me by the end of the show. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> they were, they were in the right place at the right time <laughs> and they've done, they've done their work. So Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. I think sometimes people think, oh, they're so lucky. You know, they just happened to be there. No, they had done the work. So, yep. and like Bill Gates, when the opportunity opened, he had been doing the work. You know, Serena yeah. Williams, she's wow. up at how, whatever, oh, dark 30, hitting that tennis ball. So it's like the opportunity arrives, but you're ready for it. Right. It drives me crazy when people wonder why. Bill Gates talks so much about the pandemic and they just think he's, he doesn't know anything about medicine. No, that's all, that's what he and Melinda have been doing yes. for such a long time. Right. Absolutely. They, they've been involved in, in well, not I was going to say malaria off the top of my head, not just malaria, but in, in different diseases, including infectious diseases all around the world. Yeah. Um, yeah. And for years and years and years. So while they, they may not be scientists themselves, they've certainly been around disease management and control and vaccine development. They absolutely know their right. stuff on that. And birth control mm -hmm. is well yes mm -hmm. yes mm -hmm. and water treatment and there's like a bunch of things that yeah they, they they've they've had their hands in that they understand yeah 
Oh, Lori, now I got I to gotta look up this word. It's going to drive me crazy. <laughs> I thought it was Mazel Tov, but it sure sounded like it. It's not. It might sound like that. I'll, it'll, when it comes to me, it'll come to me. But Mazel Tov is definitely just a word that means congratulations. It literally means good luck, but you use it like, oh, your child got married. Oh, Mazel Tov. And you, oh, you, you got a new raise at work. Oh, Mazel Tov. I mean, that's typically what that means. See, now I want to look it up. I'm going to look, look it up. But I will look it up on my laptop. I won't mm-hmm. I won't stray my face away from the microphone to do it. So <laughs> worry not. I will get it worked out. I, I'm not yeah. finding it. I, I Googled a little. There's one word, Q-A-R-A-H, but that doesn't sound like Mazel Tov. So. No, and that doesn't sound like Yiddish. <laughs> so there's no you. That's weird anyway. <laughs> and the other thing that I I really wanted to talk about, Anna, you're all like, I, I don't know about my city, is <laughs> I was listening. Have you guys heard of, um, gosh, it's like a coffee... Dolce um, Sloan. Dolce what? Dolce Sloan. No. Sounds familiar. She's a comedian, um, and she's also a correspondent for The Daily Show. This is is her. Uh, Two years ago, I was forced to move to New York because of success. (laughs) And I hate that place. (laughs) So she talks about how everybody there loves that they live in New York and they assume that everybody loves it there and she hates it. And, you know, people are always asking her just crazy stuff. And then when they're like, don't you love it here? She's like, no. And they don't. They just can't even understand it. (laughs) I love that. Because of success. Yeah. Isn't that funny? <laughs> yeah, the, the places that I um, like remember mostly is like my, my hometown growing up. So like You talk St. about Louis that and, a lot. Yeah. 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 And it's just one of those things where like I know um, – I know that place like meant so much to me because I dream about it still. Isn't mm-hmm. that crazy? And wow. it's been like, I don't know, yeah. it's been like half my life since I've been right. there now. So what was the name of the arches? I said the golden arches and you're like, what? I'm from McDonald's? <laughs> I've sold 99 billion hamburgers. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, oh. the, it's the gateway arch. Yeah, the that gateway. one. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah. 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 You, it's, it's the gateway to the West. I've known Anna for a very long time, and I hear her talk about that a lot. Your face changes when you talk about it. There's a pride. There's a wanting to go back and make sure your kids knew where you grew up. And I I just think it's really cool to love where you're from. I think you love it here, too. But you've got that just that, oh, you know, it's always like this fondness for where you grew up. Lori, you and I have a, a common friend named Alex. Yes. And we knew him since he was a kid. And yes. he, a baby boy. Like the way, <laughs> yeah. And the way he loves Seattle. Yeah. He has a really big passion for Seattle, its transportation system, everything yeah. Seattle. Uh, and that, he is, he's pretty much a young me. And, uh, and that's how I feel about like St. Louis. And it's not even like a destination place. So I have a feeling if I would have grown up here, I would have had that same passion. It's just that everything um, back there in St. Louis was, you know, like where I dreamed and, mm-hmm. you know, where I had my, my friends and, and how, where I made most of my mistakes and, you know, where, <laughs> I, where I learned, you know what I mean? It's, it's yeah. just one of those things where, where you, you remember your home and, and 
and and playing outside and the lightning bugs and right. the fairs there. Yeah, with yeah, fun. But we have the same thing here. So I'm hoping that my uh, my kids are feeling it. And it, we we have our our thing with the Pialet Fair when it was mm-hmm. you know when it's out every year. But yeah, no no <laughs> lightning bugs here. I know no. it makes me sad. When I was working in downtown Seattle, I had quite a commute and I was going to go from my home to work and then I was going to catch the train and go to the airport, but I didn't know how to do it. I was not from the city and bless his heart. He had me meet him before work. He took me on the train, showed me how how to get on, how to ride it, made sure I saw the graffiti and the writing and the beauty on the walls. I mean, this this boy loves Seattle and everything about it. And so that was, yeah, that was such a joy. And he's the same age as my daughter. And I just felt like, look at, he's looking out for me. But yeah, it gave me a whole new look at the city as well to think, wow, these tunnels have artwork that was specific. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Claire, where are you from? So I I was born and raised in Toledo, Ohio, and I have a a great fondness for the people and my family and the home in which I grew up, and I'm very proud of Toledo, but I definitely don't have Anna's sense of we must go back there all the time and, (laughs) and, and, and pass this on to our children. As I often joke about Ohio, it's a good place to be from. Mm. And um, and part of that, I think, is because while I still have extended family there, my immediate family is no longer there. Mm-hmm. And the last few times I've been back have unfortunately all been for sad occasions. You oh, know? yes. And, and I don't think I, I just I don't have the attachment to my hometown, I think, the way that, that normal people do. Now, something you said about dreaming, I do, I very often dream about my house. Yeah. The house I grew up in and the especially my bedroom. Mm. I could, I think right now, after all these years, if you dropped me into that house, I could walk the whole thing blindfolded without question. <laughs> wow. um, I know exactly where, where everything is in that house. And I'm that, to me, that and my family and, and my school and all of that, is very ingrained in me, but the town itself isn't. The two towns that I most identify with now because they were in really formative years of my life are definitely Seattle because I moved here when I was 22. Mm-hmm. And so from the age of like, I lived here from like 22 to 29, which was like a major, yeah. major time in my life. And that was the time to be in Seattle. Let me tell you what. Oh my that gosh. was when I literally remember driving out of Tacoma, where I was working at the time, and turning on this radio station here called The End. They were playing a Nirvana song, and they were celebrating because Nirvana had just won a lawsuit to be able to call themselves Nirvana because there was some other band that was called Nirvana, but but our Nirvana had it first or some... I can't remember the entire story. All I can remember is they were playing nonstop Nirvana songs, of which they only had three at that point. Uh, <laughs> and it was like the greatest celebration, and that, to me... That time period and living here, the movie Singles had just come out, all of that stuff. Plus, I was like, you know, 23. I mean, come on, who wouldn't want to be here? Yeah. And and so everything about the beauty and the mountains and the water and the gorge and, and the town and the music and the just space needle, everything was just epic to me. And then the other town that I really identify with is Savannah, Georgia, where I spent the last 10 years before I just came back here to the Seattle area again. And Savannah is just a one-of-a-kind city. There is nothing, nothing else like it in the U.S. I knew New Orleans is unique, Charleston's unique, but Savannah is a thing unto itself, and everyone should go there. What? Tell us <laughs> what some Pearl things are. Savannah. What are some things about it? It's living history. I mean, it's a 300-year-old mm. city. 
that you still live in. And um, a lot of cities take their old-timey part and they wall it off or they make a museum out of it. And Savannah is still the layout of the city. They've done an immense job of making sure that there were really strict ordinances about how tall buildings can be and what kind of windows you can put in downtown. They take such pride in their cobblestones and their squares and their the squares are just magnificent. The history is all right there, but it's also a very modern, you can get it anything you want. I mean, it's not like you're in the hinterlands, right? And you maybe you have to go out to suburbs to get to your Trader Joe or whatever it is that you want to get to. But the downtown itself is just this beautiful, the hospitality, the horse-drawn carriages. And plus, there's kind of a weird side to Savannah, which is great. There was a book that came out several years ago called Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil. And it was about kind of it was a it's a murder story it's not a mystery it's a true actual story that happened about a a murder and the author was just enamored of these weird people he met and that's how savannah is it's just very right next to the ladies with the big brimmed hats and the (laughs) sweet tea is the the man who (laughs) who talks to flies and keeps them on leashes and they all i'm not making that up they and they all get along just fine thank you and it's just well come on in Come on in and sit down and I'll pour you some tea and you tell me your story. It's like a big and, um, welcome. It is. It is. It's just a it's a it's a lovely city and it's still very small and, and plus my sisters and my family's there. So I will always have a, a fondness for that. So yeah, that that's, that's my, awesome. my, my triangle, Toledo, Seattle, Savannah. <laughs> <laughs> and isn't Ohio, isn't that like the down home? I mean like the, the center of the universe. It's the hometown good good state. It is. It yeah. is. It's it's very Midwestern. I mean, it's it's literally Midwestern and it's figuratively Midwestern. Ohio's pretty. I mean, you've got the half that I'm from is really flat, and then when you get to the the other half, like the the not so much Cleveland itself, but getting toward Pennsylvania, it's a lot of beautiful rolling hills, and you start to get into the upper regions of the Appalachian, the Smoky Mountains. Mm. Um, and so it, it's very pretty, but the flat hand is the farmland, the breadbasket. I mean, every every tomato or soybean you ever ate probably came from Ohio. Wow. You know, oh, a bunch of astronauts are from there. I think the most presidents ever are from there. There's just Ohio is literally right in the middle of all of it. And a lot of people, including myself, get Ohio confused with Indiana and Iowa because yeah. they're all very similar in that way. Mm. The other thing about Ohio and Michigan that you cannot replace is the trees, the way the trees grow. And that's so true. New England has spectacular trees as well. But people out here don't under, really understand what autumn is. Right. Um, yes. You, yeah. You don't get the deal of autumn until you've lived much further to the east and northeast. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, a big, that was a big difference coming over here were the trees. I hadn't seen so many Christmas trees in my life. Yes. <laughs> All these pine trees. Yes. But we had these nice lush kind of trees over in Missouri too. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, nothing seemed to compare. But I, I think the trees are here are really, really awesome too. Oh, they are. They're lovely. They're they're wonderful. It's, every part of this country is beautiful. I've been, I've been yeah. fortunate. The unfortunate thing is I've moved a lot, but the fortunate thing is I've lived in a number of cities and towns in this great country and I've driven across it quite a few times and it's beautiful. There's so, there's no place I've ever been that I didn't want to go back except for maybe like the middle of Kansas where there's really nothing. But that's not <laughs> Kansas's fault. Um, there's, you know, there's a lot to be said for for that, but I, I do envy you your your love of your hometown and and that feeling that you have about St. Louis. I I Aww. wish I had that attachment to Toledo, but um, you, you know. know I- I think it's because the biggest drama, you know, <laughs> right. as a kid and, you know, as a teen and everything, and even in your early mm-hmm. 20s and, and everything that, that you became, you know, is yeah. it, maybe that's why. And, and I still have a lot of friends over there that still live there and mm-hmm. in their same houses. Their parents live in the same houses, that is. So, and even wow. the, you know, the school you went to, you have still are so connected. Yeah, yeah. 
I have, uh, I think, half my Facebook friends are my classmates. <laughs> wow. So, wow. Yeah, yeah. I am, I'm Facebook friends with quite a few of my high school classmates. There's only a handful that I really, really know well and communicate offline with. Um, yeah. Most of them are just, you know, a quick post and a hi and a, and a birthday greeting and all that stuff. But that said, it's still nice to still have that connection. Yeah, it sure is. Uh, Facebook always has impressed me in that way. It's mm -hmm. just, you know, being able to connect with even cousins that I didn't know. We have a humongous family on my mom's side and I have cousins like in the Middle East had no idea uh, and in the Philippines that I would have would have not not ever, you know, otherwise have known right. about. Yeah, yeah. Wow, so. that is really cool. And uh, we yeah. had a big event this week, too, on Monday, I think it was. Was that Who, the me? day, what? Claire? I did have, <laughs> it's not that big of an event. <laughs> it was my birthday, which, oh! <laughs> the, the, the thing about my birthday is it's the greatest day in the world, and there's no question about that, but um, it wasn't like a number. It wasn't like a round number or oh. anything like that. So it's not like there was a big major going. And because I'm moving this week, most of it was spent. Like I mean, we did have cake and ice cream, but other than that, we were just packing stuff. Yeah, that <laughs> was. It, and it was a little COVIDy too. I mean, I, yeah. I don't remember what I what I did last year. We actually had a lovely time last year. Uh, Sharon and I, my 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 wife and I, we invited two really uh, three really great friends. Um, that we knew from when we lived here before 20 years ago. And we went out to this really great restaurant out here uh, in the Alki area of Seattle called Salties. Oh, love Salties. Um, oh, and they're, love they're, Salties. They're famous for this massive uh, buffet brunch that they have. And we went out there and just gorged ourselves silly. And unfortunately, due to COVID, that's not really a, an option right now. I mean, they're open, I believe, for, for some dining, mm -hmm. but I don't think it's, I don't think they can quite do that, that same giant spread. That yeah, we no buffets so, for a long time. <laughs> but uh, So maybe next year we'll revisit that. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And, and, uh, so, and you've been moving all week, but I went mm -hmm. over to say happy birthday and yes. you have a very busy morning show. So I really, I didn't want to interrupt, but I wanted to say happy birthday. And, you know, it's like, I'm down the hall doing mornings going, this is who I'm competing with. <laughs> I love that. And I love getting able to listen to you. It's really fun because we, we basically start about the same time, mm -hmm. but I can kind of fudge a little bit and flip around a little bit. And it's been really really fun to hear your voice. I still, after all these years in radio, I still get a kick out of hearing my friends on the radio. Like <laughs> when too. I, when I hear people, I go, I know you. Like I have a friend that works for one of the news stations mm -hmm. uh, in Seattle. And even when she's doing some like really, especially when she's doing some really dangerous, like, no, I'm down here in the Chad reporting. And I'm like, Oh right. my God, Hannah, I know her. You yeah. know? Oh, I know and, Hannah. Yeah. Well, you know, Hannah, yeah, it's, it's just, it's so much fun to do that. So it's been a great joy hearing you, Lori, in the morning. Oh, thank you. Um, Remember you're doing a great job and I hope you oh, enjoyed you. it. Oh, I yeah. love it. Are you, I are you it still so doing much. it? Yeah. All week long. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. Um, when, remember when we used to get to shop and go to malls? Well, I'd be walking <laughs> through a store. What's a mall? I know. I'd be walking through a store and I'd hear someone I know on the radio and I would say, my kids would be with me. I'd go like, oh, there's Scott Burns. And they're looking around going, who? And I'm, I'm like pointing up, you know, because it's coming over <laughs> the speaker. <laughs> He's in that speaker. Mm -hmm. But it's it, really weird is when you hear yourself. Yeah, that's still hard. Is that hard for you, Claire? It, it is hard. It is. <laughs> I do not. Uh, as much as as much as I talk, and you think I must love the sound of my own voice, I hate the sound of my own voice, and it's, it, it's jarring when I hear it. 
It's so oh weird. I teach people podcasting and they're like, I hate my voice. I go, well, get used to it because we all do. Yep. <laughs> I hate their voice. Oh, we hate hate voice. Their voice? <laughs> Everybody hates your voice. <laughs> I don't think that's what she meant. <laughs> it's just that we hear it all the time, but we hear it in our heads. So when we hear it on the radio, it's like, what? Is that what I sound like? Yeah, it is. It's really crazy. But I was a little bit used to it because when I was a kid, we had a tape, uh, like an actual tape recorder that you'd put a tape in. And, I remember and those. We, and we would play radio. Like I was actually doing little traffic and weather reports when I was about six years old. And so, and so I was used to the idea that you sound different, you know, mm -hmm. on tape, but yeah. it's never, it's still always really startling when you hear it. Claire, I did the same thing and I had a, a little radio station in my tape recorder called PPZQ. <laughs> What, what did it stand Q. for? Had no idea. It was oh. supposed to start with a K or a W. Right. <laughs> oh, that's I was so, so young. Cute. My friend and I used to do song dedications. So we'd be like, um, you know what my mom always used to tell me? And then we would play, you better shop around. So we, we ha I can't find that tape. I wish I could. But yeah, that was my first, whoa, radio. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. So we all did that. That is so crazy. Funny. Yes. I think oh. it's a radio thing. Oh, I wish it was digital back then because oh. even if I tried finding those tapes, I'm sure I'm sure they'd be warped and, you know, done, <laughs> which is I so found unfortunate. The, uh, about a year ago, I found a cassette recording of my bat mitzvah, which was back when <gasps> I was 13 years oh, old. Gosh. And I actually found a guy who was, um, he's not he's not with our radio station anymore, but he actually had a cassette player and he was able to digitize it for me. And the amazing thing about that is my parents are on it. It's the only recording I have of my parents' voices. Aww. And that was like, when that came on, I got chills. I'm like, oh, my God, that's mom and dad, you know. Wow. Um, yes. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. So, so Anna, you even if you found those old tapes, you could play them, but you need to find someone you really trust with a tape player that won't, like, unravel them, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I thought I thought there were like repair kits or people who actually were experts in doing that, but yeah. I don't know. It just does seem fragile. They they are. They're called nerds, <laughs> and, <laughs> and they do exist. You just have to ask around until you find the right. Until nerd. you find the right yeah. nerd. <laughs> I I feel like they'd have to be like older, the ones that actually grew up in the 80s, because the young nerds today would be like, what's a tape? Right? Yeah. <laughs> As they're pulling it all out. <laughs> I'm sure you both know, both know him, Austin. He's definitely on the younger end, but he's a real audio nerd. So he just oh. he just knew, he probably, he did not grow up with tapes, but he knows all about them because that's like his jam, right? Wow. So yeah, but it is, you're right. You, you definitely need to find someone. A 15-year-old will look at you like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, how do I find this on YouTube? <laughs> Right. right. Can you just transfer it to TikTok? <laughs> when my daughter was little, we played an album. I loved Amy Grant. And of course, in radio, I had all the albums I could uh, eat. And sure. so I was playing it and she's like, Mama, how do you hit rewind? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. on an album on vinyl she wanted you to hit rewind yeah oh, that's so that cute. is awesome oh um so there was one time my kids found some cassette tapes and an old little tape recorder i had one of those handheld tape recorders yeah my son was uh, talking to his little sister points it out and says oh yes back in the old days <laughs> <laughs> Mom and Dad would watch <laughs> movies this way. <laughs> Back in the old days. <laughs> in the wagon train. Oh. About these audio tapes. God, they would watch so movies this way. <laughs> 
I was I was talking this morning with someone about um, apparently coming out this weekend on um, I forget one of the streaming services is the Beverly Hillbillies. Oh. And we were talking about how when we were little kids, you know, the first, I believe it was the first two seasons of the Beverly Hillbillies were in black and white. And then after that, it was in color for a few years. And when we were little kids, we didn't, we didn't want to, we didn't watch the black and white versions. We only wanted to watch the color versions because in our mind, it wasn't as good if it was, it wasn't in color. But looking back, it was so much better in the book. It was better written, better acted, like the show was better in the book. But as a kid, you're like, ooh, that's so, that's from the old days. Yeah. That's before right. they invented color. That was from like the 1920s. Right. You know, I don't want to watch that. Ooh, black you know? and white. Ew. That's so yesterday. We, we introduced the kids one time to Gilligan's Island, oh. and we started with the black and white version. Uh-huh. They they thought it was so funny. I mean, they were like hooting and hollering and laughing. That's funny. Oh, good. Well, remember Your the- kids are smarter than me. <laughs> the, the Wizard of Oz came out black and white, and then it went to color but that was magical because of you know because it was about color the ruby slippers and the rainbow so i remember that was like magical when we got to see that in color was that the first movie that was ever in color I don't know if it was the first movie in color, but I'm sure it was the first movie that ever did, did that transition right in the middle of the movie. Right. Um, and that must have been like, that was probably like ground, like uh, their equivalent of like us watching, you know, Star Wars. That must have been like, oh, did you see that part where it went yeah. color? You know. Um, <laughs> it yeah. may have been the first color movie, Anna. I'm not sure about that. It was what, 1933? A long time ago. Yeah. 39, 1939. Well, it was like the only movie. You waited every year for that movie. You was, sure did. Yeah. It's like, you, you only got to see it once a year. Right. Yep. Oh, that was around Easter, right? Mm. Yeah, possibly. I just remember when, you know, be on TV, you know, when it's going to air. And it was like, that was the day you were going to be home to watch that movie. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. hundred percent. Yep. I remember it exactly, and I've, I've, I think I saw it exactly 40 times for the first 40 years of my life, and then since then I've seen it more because now I own it. <laughs> I watch it whenever I want. And oh, I don't you even own watch it. it. I don't even watch the tape I own. Now I just watch it online if I want to watch it, which I haven't actually in many, many years. But it's funny how you go from you can only see it when it comes on to – I own it now to I never watch it even though I own it. <laughs> there's right there's two right. other movies that I may have seen as much as The Wizard of Oz. One is Bambi. I would be mm-hmm. doing dishes mouthing the words to the whole movie <laughs> because of my kids. And um well, The Spice Girls and <laughs> my daughter her, her brothers were younger, so she would play The Spice Girls movie cuz she loved it. Well, so they're forced to watch it and so they knew all the Spice Girls songs. And one day we're in the van and uh, If You Want to Be My Lover came on. And I hear my middle son in the back sing, If You Want to Be My Mother. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, that is so precious. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) But, yeah, those two, those two are in a competition with The Wizard of Oz. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Was it called Spice World? Right. Yes. Yes. Spice World. <laughs> yes, and the big double decker bus, and yeah. Oh Wait, my god! I, I have never seen um, Mary Poppins. I know, really? Anna. That kills me. Oh. Oh, you Anna. knew. That? Yes. I, I, you um, and um, AJ, both of oh, you. It's marvelous. Oh, we marvelous. did talk about that. Mm-hmm. And so, well, okay. So it was on. It just happened to come on. We we and so we stopped at it and tried to watch it and we were like 
we're laughing, but it wasn't the good kind of laugh. <laughs> Are you talking about the original with Julie Andrews and Dick Van Dyke? Yes. Okay, here's what you're going to do. <laughs> you're gonna mind it. You're going to watch the whole thing from start to finish, Uh-oh. and you're going to put yourself in your eight-year-old self, and I promise you it'll be the best movie you ever saw. Okay, see, that probably makes a difference, putting yourself yeah. in your eight-year-old self. Put yourself in your eight-year-old self and, and watch yeah. it start to finish and yes. just let everything go and let it wash over you. It, it's just, it's marvelous. It really is. And then as an adult, you'll really appreciate Oh, <laughs> You have some homework <laughs> now, Anna. You'll appreciate it even more. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, I'll try to find the time. So <laughs> make, make the time. Make yeah. the time. Okay, okay. Yes. I do and have Disney Plus, so I should be able to do it. Here's my threat. If you don't oh. do it by, we'll we'll give you a deadline. A I'll, deadline. I'll come up with that. Come on. <laughs> then I'm just gonna come to your house and sit on your front porch, <laughs> and I'm gonna sing you every song. <laughs> Super college. Oh, uh, you know, I'll, I'll tell you the part we saw, and we're like, okay. they were at some racetrack, and then, <laughs> and they went into the cartoon. Right. Yeah. And she's on one of those merry-go-round ones, <laughs> and she wins. I'm yes. sorry. Spoiler alert. Oh, I just, I went, we were like, wow. It's, yeah. Yes. It's all not all like that. Yes, it's a famous. Yeah. yeah. No, it's not uh, all like that. <laughs> no, it's not all like that. You'll cry. It will, you'll laugh. I'll cry? Cry. Oh God. Yeah, absolutely. You'll cry. Cry laughing? Or... <laughs> no, you will, you will cry for the, the longing for youth. You, you will cry. Oh, I promise okay, you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh. See, I, and we've visited uh, Disneyland and Disney World constantly and, and heard the songs. And I think at one time we owned, like, the, the cassette tape. Right. <laughs> they had all the, like, a lot of Disney songs and everything. And uh, so I'm familiar with it. I don't, I have no idea why back. Of all the know, parts of the movie, <laughs> to, to just tune into oh. that. <laughs> so that was kind of, like, the more laughable part. Like, like there are other parts that I should probably. Yeah, well, it's yeah, the only animated. Be. Yeah, it's the only animated part. And it's pretty yeah. brief. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Okay. Well, we're almost out of time, but I wanted to say that what we started with, where you're from, I, you know, I grew up on Whidbey Island and then I raised my kids there and I loved it, but I didn't appreciate it. I didn't really. I didn't know that everybody didn't have a beach to go to in the summer. I didn't, yeah. you know, I just took it for granted. And so as an adult raising kids there, I was so grateful. And then every once in a while, people would move here uh, for different reasons. They Their husband got hired at Boeing or whatever, and either the husband or the wife, like, hated it because it wasn't the city, and you had to ride a ferry. And it was always so hard when you love where you live and somebody else like, I hate this place, you know, and... And so I was thinking during COVID, here we are stuck in our houses, you know, and what are we missing about our own cities? And what I loved about AJ is he wasn't from here, but he explored every inch of this state. He was in the mountains, on the lakes. First time, well, just about a couple months after we met and started working together, I took him up to the Columbia Tower where you can see everything. And he was like a little kid. And I love it when when somebody lives in a place and they love it and appreciate it. And I think now we have kind of a new sense of that after being indoors for so long. Yes. 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 Yeah. Yes. Yeah. AJ is a, a the most truly outdoors outdoorsman that I've ever known. Oh yeah. Uh, not yeah. not just from an athletic standpoint. I mean, the things that he can do with his body in terms of running and biking and and, and hiking, but um, 
he'll just go anywhere. He just loves being among it. And he is a thousand percent ingraining that in his son. Yes. And it's yeah. just, it's so wonderful to see that when he's, you know, some of us, we had pre COVID, if we have two hours to kill, we'll go to the mall. But if he has two hours to kill, he's going to go climb a little mountain. And yes. it's right. really, <laughs> right. really wonderful, really healthy. I <laughs> appreciate that he puts it on social media. Yes. yes. Then, you yes. know, if, for some of us that are, that, that are stuck in the house, you know, it's like, Oh, look at that. Look at that. It's so well, awesome. He went up to the gorge where they have those, uh, horses, the metal horses. And two or three weeks earlier, I had taken my son to rehab over the mountains. And I was trying to tell the the uh, sponsor who was driving about them, but um, we were so far away. And then he posted a picture like the next week. And so I sent it to the sponsor. I'm like, that's what these are. That's what these horses wow. are. Yeah, I, didn't he, realize you could, I didn't realize you could go right up to where they Apparently are. Apparently so. He went right cool. up there and Max was standing right by one of them. Nice. Are are those are the horses the ones that's right on top of like Vantage, uh-huh. like um, uh-huh. like yeah. oh you can see it from the highway, right? Okay, yeah. I, I guess I never I didn't know there were horses. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, when I go to Reading to see my kids, and I I go through Medford and then up over the mountains, they have a lot of metal sculptures here and there, and uh-huh. I love it because they're awesome. But I hate it because I'm driving, so I can't like take a picture. But they have like a dragon, and then they have like a really awesome cow, and just just throughout the, you know, the drive, which is about two hours through the mountains. And so, yeah, it, it, I, I love those sculptures. It just makes your trip a lot better. <laughs> yeah, it really does. My, cool. my new favorite thing about that area, the I-90, um, I think it's before you get there, but the uh, DOT built that wildlife overpass, and they have a, a camera on it. And uh, every once in a while, because of, because of our jobs, Lori, because I'm always right. looking at the, at the news feed, so we get a lot of stuff from DOT, they'll show you images of the animals that have learned how to use the overpass. Yes. And it's, you know, they get deer. There was a bobcat the other day. Oh. Um, there's all kinds of critters. And, you know, it's that night vision, so their little eyes are glowing and everything. But it's so it's so cool. It's like it's like once word spread, oh, dude, we can safely cross the road here. Like all the other critters got the message, you know. Right. It's, yeah. Uh, it's fun to watch. Yeah. It's like, I wasn't aware they had this overpass. So it's on the wsdot.org website. Uh, yes, I think you can find a link to it there. Um, oh. I only ever see it on their tweets, but I'm sure it's on the dot.org website or gov. Oh DOT. my gosh, gov. that's um, awesome. And it's not quite as far as Vantage. It's um, I can't recall where it is exactly. By that lake, my there's like a lake. Three, they, call Stump lake? they call it Stump Lake. That's not really what it's called. Yeah. But there's a lake going out there. I think it's near there. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They call it yes. Stump Lake because when it's uh, when the water gets low. Oh, you can see all the stumps from all the trees oh, that used to be right. there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. But, right. But that can't really be its name. It's kind of it? close to like Lake Catchless. Yeah. Or it, is I, it okay? It's I pretty think close. Stumps, I think Lake Catchless. Yeah. So. I'm not yeah. sure which which side of it, but yeah, it's right in that yeah. area. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, do you guys want to do a lightning round? Yeah. Or, uh, okay. Okay. Let's. Uh, do you have something, Claire? I'm I'm tr- I'm trying to summon up a good quote from Mary Poppins. Hang on. Okay, <laughs> I'll, I'll do mine where you're doing that. So okay. this is what I posted this week, and I love it so much. And it's the uh, the law of abundance because it's so easy to think there's not enough of this or that, and like scarcity was a big thing when we started into COVID. And here's the quote, and I I don't know if it's anonymous or what, but there is more than enough for you to have more than enough with more than enough left over. It reminds me of the loaves and fishes in the Bible, that story. It's like all those thousands of people and one out of thousands and thousands, one little boy 
had two fish. And it's like, you know, there's always enough. And I love living like that, always believing there's enough and there's enough for everyone and there's enough left over. And you have wow. a podcast called Enough. Yes, yes you do. I do. <laughs> that's, that's your spirit word. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Clara, did you find anything? Uh... I, my 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 brain is not racking anything good from Mary Poppins, but I but I will think about um, uh, the Wizard of Oz because we talked about that as well. Yeah. Um, where um, when the Tin Man wants his heart, you know, when it, when all when when all the Tin Man and the Lion and the and the Scarecrow, you know, get the things that they wished for, and it turns out that they had them all along, and they just needed someone to point it out to him. And, yes. and my favorite, oh I'm getting chills just thinking about yeah. it. My, my favorite of those is, is the tin man who'd been searching for a heart. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the wizard says the measure of a heart is not how much you love, but how much you are loved by others. Aww. And I, I think that is so true that you, you, you can get, I don't know, it's really easy to get down on yourself, whether it's circumstance or stress or overload, and you think you're not doing enough, to, think, to use Lori's word. But when you step back and look at whether it's one person you know or something kind you've done to someone, or maybe you get it through Facebook, just knowing the impact that you have on other people can be enough to remind you that um, that that's where love is. Right. And we, we have to do that backward look every now and then. Yes. Yeah. yeah. The outward look. Yeah, yeah, you really do. The, yeah. the back, backward look in at you instead of in from out. Right. And the Mary Poppins one, anything can happen if you let it. Yes. Oh. Anything can happen if you let it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow. It's like ratatouille. Anyone can cook. <laughs> How about you, Maybe Anna? I'll just make mine that. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone can cook. That's phenomenal. Because we're out of time. <laughs> ratatouille oh. doesn't know me. <laughs> Well, thank you, Claire and Life Coach Lori, for enlightening us and sharing your life with me and all of planet Earth. <laughs> uh, and good luck on the rest of your move there, Claire. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm uh, getting to do the final boxes here and do some other stuff and then hopefully get a little bit of sleep and <laughs> move it on out tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. Woo! All right. And thank you, listeners and learners, for downloading us. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and comment below. Life Coach Lori, how many stars should they give us? Five stars will really do a lot for this show. <laughs> Have a great rest of your week, ladies. To everyone, this is Listen and Learn or, or Not. not. <laughs> Bye-bye. 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 Bye. <laughs> <laughs>